You ready? Yeah. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Give me my gift. I it's want in my it. Shirt. Close your eyes. Okay. This is my Hold two year anniversary hand. gift, and I want it really bad. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to buy myself one too, but I was poor. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're on a pop socket. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm putting this on my phone immediately. Isn't it so cute? Look at our little faces on a pop socket. I really had to in my cart and I was so poor. I was like, I just need to get the one. I love it. I bought a new pop socket and it creaks like it needs some WD-40 or something. So I'm literally going to rip it off and put (laughs) this one on. Yay. I'm so glad you like it. I do. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. We're so beautiful. Look at us. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll post photos of both of our gifts on the Instagram. Oh, yay. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy two years and two weeks. (laughs) Right. so this time we're here to tell you why pinocchio is tragical yay this is victoria's pick our patron victoria this movie's pretty freaking tragical it is it's so good though i'm glad you think so (laughs) this is another one where we're gonna just go ahead and agree to disagree (laughs) i have some fun facts for you i'm so ready there were so many good fun facts. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, we get all of our fun facts from the Internet Movie Database, IMDb. So the first one is Figaro was Walt Disney's favorite character. Disney pushed for the kitten to appear in the film as much as possible. After the film, Disney swapped Minnie Mouse's Cocker Spaniel out for Figaro. I did know that about Minnie. I do love Figaro. Figaro's the cutest little bean. So cute. The cutest kitty. So I feel like this is most movies, but um, this movie originally budgeted at 500000 which is so crazy. But I guess with inflation, that's probably like $7 million or mm-hmm. some crap. The development of the film caused it to go way over budget, as had Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and ultimately cost $2.5 million, one of the most expensive films produced at the time. Damn, you have to think, though, in the 40s, that was probably a fucking lot. That's like $80 billion today. No, I'm kidding. I don't know how inflation works. That's, that is kind of crazy, though, to think about. Yeah. But I feel like that's most movies. Like, all movies go over budget, I feel like. Yeah. That's just, like, a common thing. Okay, so Evelyn Vanna, Vanna Blay, Vanna Blay, Vanna Bull. It's one of those names. Like, it could go so many ways. It's V-E-N-A-B-L-E. Venable. Venable, Venabla, it could be anything. Venabla. <laughs> so, Miss um, Evelyn, who was the physical model and voice of the Blue Fairy, was the model for the original Columbia Studios logo. Oh, that's cool. Right? Now I'll never unsee that. The Blue Fairy is the Columbia Studios logo, lady. Damn, that's wild. Right? Good for her. 
I'm going to ruin Geppetto for you. You ready? Oh, Jesus. I already <laughs> don't really care for him, so... According to sequence director Jack Kinney, Christian Rubb, the voice of Geppetto, was a Nazi sympathizer who drove the animation crew crazy with his ramblings about the glories of Adolf Hitler. Okay, well, first of all, I already didn't like Geppetto because he's a pet abuser and we'll get into that. (laughs) Um, But now I very much hate him. Ew. Uh, They eventually got even with him when they did the live action shooting for the scene with Geppetto fishing from inside Monstro the Whale. They put Rub on a makeshift stage where he pretended to fish while the stage was jolted by some grips who rocked the boat to give the desired effect. So basically they were like trying to knock him over, which is not (laughs) punishment for being a Nazi sympathizer. But yeah, I don't think trying to knock a guy off a fake boat is the same as being an anti-Semitic. But I mean, yeah, pop off, sis. (laughs) During the musical number, When You Wish Upon a Star, when a spotlight is seen on Jiminy Cricket, one is able to see two books to the left of the screen, which are Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I pointed out Alice in Wonderland. I didn't see Peter Pan. Yeah, and then those get made into movies in the 50s. Woo! So like 10 years later, this is 1940, this Pinocchio. And one of them uses the same second star to the right in the wishing star. Yup. Cute. So this is something we talked about during the movie because we were all arguing about his name. So honestly, John, his real name. So Honest John is the fox. Honest John's real name is given in promotional materials as J. Worthington Fowlfellow, but his name is never mentioned in the movie itself. And he refers to himself as Honest John. Yeah, when we were sitting there, we were trying to remember his name because he does like random character meet and greets for like rare occasions at Disney. And I remembered Gideon and then D is the one who remembered our roommate D. We both worked on Main Street. So we we used to see them all the time. I've completely forgot his name. It was not something I remembered. Yeah. So I'm assuming the J is for John. So John Worthington Fowlfellow is Honest John's full name. Pop off, sis. (laughs) Okay, queen. Is that on your birth certificate like that? (laughs) I don't think he has a birth certificate. He's a fucking fox. He's a fox. Uh, This is my last one. The August 1993 issue of Playboy cited 43 instances of violence and other unfavorable behavior in this film, including 23 instances of battery, nine acts of property damage, three slang uses of the word jackass, three acts of violence involving animals, two shots of male nudity, and one instance of implied death. (laughs) I would like to point out that I think there is more than just two instances of animal cruelty, but I'll let that one slide. children's movie for the children this movie is honestly (laughs) horrifying absolutely horrifying i love that playboy like called them out (laughs) cited 43 instances of violence and unfavorable behavior i mean to be fair that's the name of this episode (laughs) 43 instances of violence and unfavorable behavior i'm here for that i'm here for thanks playboy we appreciate it and again, those are from the Internet Movie Database or the Internet Movie Database, if you nasty. <laughs> All right, you ready? Let's get into it. Since this movie is old, 
we open with forced credits. Forced credits to Wish Upon a Star. Yeah, they want to show us all 28 people who made this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And of course, since it's an old movie, we get a book. A very pretty book. The book of Pinocchio. So yeah, we open with forced credits in a book and Jiminy is singing When You Wish Upon a Stare. I would like to say that once the song finishes, Jiminy Cricket is the one singing and he says, pretty, huh? About his own singing. And I only wish to have that level of confidence in my life. He is like a conscience, so your conscience should be saying nice things to you, I suppose. It sure does not. Yeah, he's like, pretty, huh? Thinking he's talking about like the star or something. No, he's quite literally talking about his own singing. Yeah, so we see Jiminy Cricket and whoever drew Jiminy Cricket has never, (laughs) has never actually seen a cricket. (laughs) Like they've never seen a cricket. Even in this movie, there's at one point real like looking moths. And real ass looking fish. Like these fish look like they're not drawn. They look like they're literally real fish. And then there's Jiminy Cricket. How is he a cricket? (laughs) He's literally just like a small green thing. Wearing a top hat and a waistcoat. Like I don't. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. Okay, bet. (laughs) He's a cricket though. (laughs) So Jiminy starts to tell us a story and we pan to a tiny village and a wood carver named Geppetto has his light on and Jiminy Cricket in the past uh, sneaks inside for some warmth. Jiminy Cricket is homeless. He's got holes in his gloves, holes in his shoes, holes in his pants. He's a struggle bus. He looks a little roughed up, honestly. (laughs) How can a cricket be homeless? Do you just live in the grass? (laughs) He's not a cricket, so I don't know. Wait, is a grasshopper and a cricket the same thing? Because they call him a grasshopper at one point, but his name is Jiminy Cricket. No, they're different. I think crickets are smaller. I don't know if I care enough. I was. (laughs) I'm not an entomologist. I don't know. A what? Oh, a bug person. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Okay. A bug doctor. (laughs) If any of you are bug doctors, let us know the tea. I'm not Bill Nye the fucking science guy. Okay. (laughs) So Jiminy goes into the woodcarver's cottage and he toasts his little buns and he sees a puppet boy up on the shelf. And then Geppetto, who's the woodcarver, comes down with his little kitty Figaro. Uh, Figaro's the cutest thing ever. I literally looked at Kat. I was like, let's go get another kitten. And I will. So Mm. she knows better than to say those (laughs) words to me. I almost, I almost brought two cats in from the the freaking street two nights ago. Like don't be bringing on a dirty street cat. No, there's two kids. They were like babies. They were so small. I'm sure somebody's taking care of them. We live in Florida. People just have outdoor cats. It's it's a weird Floridian only thing. Well, they're going to be my indoor cats soon. Oh my Gosh, please don't. So Geppetto has come downstairs to finish painting Pinocchio's face on him. And Cleo, the little fishy, and Figaro don't like the name that Geppetto has picked out, which is Pinocchio, uh, which I looked up the meaning and it loosely translates to little pine nut. <laughs> don't quote me on that, but... <laughs> little pine nut? Just a loose a loose translation to little pine nut. <laughs> Lil pine nut. That's my new rap name. Lil pine nut. <laughs> Pinocchio just a little pine nut. <laughs> Lil pine nut. You know when you do those like random rap name generators? Lil pine nut. Lil pine nut. <laughs> 
Uh, so now that Geppetto has finished Pinocchio, he sings Little Wooden Head, which is a banger and a half and just like the best song ever. So Geppetto is dancing around the wood shop with Pinocchio and then takes Pinocchio and kicks Figaro using Pinocchio's foot, then scares Figaro down the stairs with Pinocchio. And when Figaro tries to come back up the stairs, he yells, boo, with Pinocchio and scares Figaro down the stairs again. I am taking this cat from this man. He does not deserve this sweet angel. Geppetto, we're calling PETA. (laughs) I'm showing up to this woodworker shop in Germany and I'm taking his cat. He's abusive. Is I don't. It Germany? I mean, oh. I don't know if it takes place in Germany, but I mean, it's it's a German story, so oh. I'm gonna assume. I thought because Stromboli, I thought it was Italian. Geppetto sounds Italian too. I don't know. I thought it was Italian. I always thought it, it was German. German. Should we look it up? Or yeah. Just, just <laughs> okay. We're back. It is Italian. I was right. Yeah, Stromboli, bitch. That's like. Okay, well, I knew he was Italian, but I thought all of them were... I don't know why I thought it was German. I, Geppetto, Pinocchio, I knew it was Italian. Maybe it's just... I don't know. Aren't like <laughs> marionette... Maybe it's just because they're all marionette puppets and don't I they... think maybe it's the later hosen that got you. Is maybe, that it? Maybe. That's it. Yeah. That's I what got know. you. I always... I've literally my whole life thought this whole entire story was German. Wrong. well on that note i'm gonna go and uh quit my job now anyway it's nine o'clock and all the clocks are going off inside of the wood carver's cottage okay no not all of the clocks there's approximately a hundred clocks in this man's shop and they're all going off and freaking out and he looks down at his little watch on his wrist and he goes i wonder what time it is (laughs) you mean the 900 clocks on your wall going off for 20 minutes didn't tell you what time it was i'm concerned for this old man actually no i'm not I don't like him. This is like half of the instances of violence and nudity in this movie. All of these clocks on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, that was fucking violence on my ears. (laughs) A guy chugging out of a flask. There's a lady spanking a baby's butt. There's a man trying to cut off the neck of a turkey. There's a man (laughs) shooting a bird. It was really scary. It was very aggressive. Who was buying these clocks? You know, I would buy one of those. You'd buy the drunk man (laughs) in a heartbeat. Chugging a flask. I hate clocks that make noise. Okay. (laughs) They were all so annoying. The ticking would drive me up a freaking wall. (laughs) I know what you're getting next year. I will burn it. Listen, we have a church by us that's so loud. It is so loud. It doesn't even just go off on the hour. It literally goes off on the 15s too. Does it? Yes. Oh, never noticed. Oh my God. So it's uh, Betty by time. So Geppetto goes to bed and he smokes his little pipe in bed, which like, okay. And then he (laughs) and then he abuses Figaro some more after Figaro is already in bed, nice and comfy, makes the freaking kitten get out of bed to open the freaking window. (laughs) And then he sees the wishing star after Figaro finally struggles to get this window open and the man gets up. To go to the window to look at the wishing star. (laughs) You could have gotten up to open the window and you asked your tiny baby, sweet, innocent angel baby kitten to open it for you and you could have done it yourself the whole time. Yeah. I hate Geppetto. (laughs) I hate this man. Well, he's a Nazi sympathizer, so you're allowed. (laughs) Like what a that tiny little cat struggled so hard. So Geppetto (laughs) made me sad. Okay. (laughs) So Geppetto wishes for Pinocchio to be a real boy. That's his 
wish for the wishing star. Just a little weird, honestly. You good, my guy? I guess maybe he never had like a wife and children because he was working so hard on his wood crafting. I don't know. <laughs> working hard on that wood. <laughs> So after Geppetto falls asleep, the blue fairy comes down from the sky and makes Pinocchio a real boy. And Jiminy Cricket has been witnessing this whole <laughs> evening and the animal abuse and the dancing and the pipe smoking and the clocks going off. And um, Yeah, he tried to dance with one of the clock ladies. <laughs> so the... Blue Fairy makes Pinocchio kind of a real boy. He's still a puppet, but he's like... Sentient? Yeah. He's a sentient <laughs> being now. <laughs> and she says to become a real boy, he has to be a good boy first. Okay. So that's the plan, Stan. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and Jiminy butts in and he decides he's going to be Pinocchio's conscience. And the Blue Fairy gives him a new outfit. She, like, knights him and calls him sir. Now Jiminy is new spat goofing out here. <laughs> Not new spat goofing. <laughs> Genuine ostrich. <laughs> Genuine ostrich. <laughs> new spat goofing. <laughs> so Jiminy tells Pinocchio to uh, give a little whistle if he ever needs him, and they sing their little song. This part is very reminiscent of a Peppa Pig asking Susie's sheep how to whistle. <laughs> and Pinocchio just can't do it because he's a freaking wooden. He gets there. He struggles really hard. Yeah, Jiminy's like, you can just call my name if you need me. Why couldn't you just say that to begin with? Why did we have to do the whistle thing? <laughs> Unnecessary. And always let your conscience be your guide. Oh my God, you have to admit the songs slap really hard. No, the songs in this movie are the only good part of this movie. And Figaro. The rest of it could literally choke. <laughs> I don't like the creepy little wooden puppet turning real. I don't like the creepy ass old man who abuses his pets. Okay. There's just, I don't I'm like it. I'm just saying we're three for three for bangers. <laughs> you have to admit that. Yeah, the songs are good. Okay, good. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so they start dancing and singing very loudly and Pinocchio trips and falls and wakes up Geppetto. Like makes the most amount of noise physically possible. Yeah. Geppetto. Also, he's made of wood. So he's just like clinkety clanking all over the place. <laughs> you just hear his joints like. <laughs> rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> Imagine how annoying that would be. I don't want it. <laughs> Geppetto does what any man would do and grabs his gun. <laughs> Yeah, what? <laughs> and um, Pinocchio is on the floor and he pokes Figaro and Figaro jumps up into Geppetto's pajamas. Right up into his butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his old man butt. Ew. <laughs> and Geppetto is freaking out and then he finally sees Pinocchio and he realizes that he is a real boy. Freaking out. You mean he shoots his gun into the air? <laughs> just a little bit of a fire hazard here. I mean, yeah, freaking out. <laughs> just pop up. Uh, so Geppetto is super happy that Pinocchio is a real boy. So he's dancing in his pajamas. Uh, and meanwhile, Pinocchio is lighting himself on fire in the corner because, <laughs> like, he's made of wood. So, like, what is he? He just sticks his whole hand into he's the like flame. A candle. <laughs> Figaro does it too, though. It's really it's very cat like this cat says they're playing with the fire oh our cats do the same our cats accidentally set themselves on fire once a week <laughs> yeah too often honestly <laughs> 
But so another instance of freaking animal abuse to put Pinocchio's finger out. Geppetto takes his burning finger and shoves it into Cleo's poor little fishbowl. All of the water turns black and then Cleo can't breathe. So she like goes up for air and is like choking out smoke. (laughs) Get these animals away from this man. (laughs) He does not deserve them. Oh, my God. Illegal. So crazy. I hate it. It's time for bed again. So uh, Geppetto goes to bed with Pinocchio and Cleo and Figaro. And Jiminy Cricket's there too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no one knows that Jiminy is there except Pinocchio. Yeah. So the next day, Pinocchio is supposed to go to school. This kid is going to school with a book, an apple, and zero brain cells. Yeah, he's brand fucking new. Like, he doesn't <laughs> know anything. Like, he, he's like, what's school? What's the road? What's walking? What's like, an apple? What's a book? How is he supposed to read that book? Is he going to eat the apple? Yeah, is, that's what I'm saying. Like, does he need sustenance? So Pinocchio is walking to school. Guess what? Never makes it. Um, <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Honest John and Gideon. Honest John is a giant fox man. And Gideon's a cat. Yeah. Like, wh- <laughs> why are there just two talking animals walking on two legs? <laughs> it really makes no sense that they're a fox and a cat. It doesn't. It does not make sense. I don't understand where these two come in. I guess Pinocchio's a fucking talking puppet but at least he's like humanoid okay i guess but like why why, is this normal in this town that there's just like big cats and dogs walking around (laughs) on two legs trying to kidnap children i guess so. i don't understand yet (laughs) so anyways gideon and honest john see pinocchio and they're like okay a talking walking puppet we're gonna kidnap him and sell him to stromboli the great puppeteer so Jiminy sees Pinocchio with the pair and he tries to stop him, but uh, Pinocchio is just really stupid and wants to be an actor, like really bad. Hi, diddle dee an actor's life for me. I like when they say um, we're four actors. for four for bangers, by the way. I like to I like the part when they say actors are gay, you know, they're all little. <laughs> I, think in, I think I'm in happy in the 40s. No, I'm going to I'm still going to go with the fact that they're all gay. All actors are gay. They're all homos. <laughs> absolutely. That is the hill we are dying In on. the 40s? Absolutely. <laughs> you know how they used to say like women had like their John Wayne? <laughs> gay. <laughs> women had like their Marlon best. Brando? Gay. <laughs> that man is so beautiful. Oh my God. Clint Eastwood? Gay. Do they not seem like gay men to you? Because they sure do to me. Oh, that's all gay I can think of right now. Audrey Hepburn? Gay. <laughs> Judy Garland? Gay. Oh, very gay. <laughs> oh, Judy, a big lesbian. Well, you know how they used to say that like, oh, like they lived with their best friend. No, they were gay. If you say so. <laughs> all actors the are gay. The 40s were gay. Everyone in the 40s were gay. If you've ever been in a film, we're going to go ahead and assume you're gay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> uh, so Pinocchio goes with Gideon and Honest John. No questions asked. He's pumped. He's going to become <laughs> a famous actor. Love that for him. So we cut to Stromboli, who is a giant, hairy Italian man. His lips really scare me. Uh, and he announces Pinocchio, who gets on stage and immediately trips and falls. Doing really great here on your acting gig. Everybody laughs and Stromboli does this very frightening, loud, yelling, getting really red and shaking thing that I am not a fan of. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then he like shakes Pinocchio and screams at him in Italian. It's really scary, honestly. This is act of violence number 37. Yeah. <laughs> also, we're already on villain number three because we got John and Gideon and Stromboli. There's a lot of villains in this movie. I would say he's number four because Geppetto is absolutely villain number one. <laughs> That's true. Geppetto is 110% a fucking villain. Um, But Pinocchio, he gets it together and he sings his little song that he's got no strings on him, which we're at banger number five, baby. And then all these other marionette puppets come out and they're twerking on him and talking about how they're going to bust their strings for him and they're going to cut their strings for him. And then they're like twerking on him and dancing all (laughs) on him. And I'm like, what? What is happening in this puppet show? This weird puppet orgy that is happening needs to stop. You know, you're a good puppeteer when you can make them puppets twerk. (laughs) They were they were popping up those little can can girls. Okay. So Pinocchio gets lots of money thrown at him and Stromboli is very happy. Jiminy doesn't think that Pinocchio needs him anymore. So he leaves. Sad. He said, I guess he's a big time actor now. He's not a very good conscience. He didn't really, you know, do his job. No, he's a pretty bad conscience. (laughs) My conscience is better than that. Mine sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we cut to Geppetto, who is waiting for Pinocchio to come home from school, and he does not. Um, So he goes out to look for him in the pouring rain (laughs) and he refuses to let cleo eat her cake which i don't understand why fish is eating cake or figure out to eat her giant massive fish until he comes back with pinocchio yeah let your fucking animals eat you abuser no they gotta wait for pinocchio is he even gonna eat we still don't know yeah i still (laughs) don't know i still have questions So we cut back to Stromboli in his traveling carriage and he puts Pinocchio in a cage because Pinocchio wants to go see his father and tell him that he's a great big actor now and that he's going to make lots of money. And Stromboli's like, uh, no, the fuck you're not. You're staying in this cage. Goodbye. Yeah. Stromboli's like, you made me a lot of money. Um, so you're going to continue to do this show while we travel. And if you try to leave, I'm going to cut you into firewood, which I don't think sounds like a bad plan. Cut him up. Put him, put him in the fire. Oh, no. Pinocchio. Okay. <laughs> so Pinocchio calls out to Jiminy, his conscious, but he doesn't hear him. But meanwhile, Jiminy is outside and he sees the carriage leaving and he's like, well, I guess Pinocchio is a big time actor now. But he decides he's going to go wish him luck anyway. And he goes inside the carriage and he sees Pinocchio in the cage and he tries to break the lock, but he can't. It's a newfangled lock, I suppose. He just goes, well, it's hopeless. I guess this is it. Oh, d- okay. Yeah. All right. A great conscience. <laughs> Doing great out here, bud. So the blue fairy comes down and asks Pinocchio what happened. And he lies and says that like monsters took him and they forced him to be a puppet dancer. And every lie he tells his nose just keeps growing and growing and growing. You know, it's so weird to me. They make the nose growing thing like it's the whole movie. Like that's like what Pinocchio is known for. And it literally happens for three seconds in this part of the movie and never again. Yeah, they say that a lie can grow as big until it's as plain as the nose on your face or something like that. 
You got it. Like it keeps growing it. and growing until it's as plain as the nose on your face. I am the blue fairy now. I just it's just like what Pinocchio is known for. It only happens the one time. I guess so, yeah. It's so weird. So Pinocchio starts begging for forgiveness from the blue fairy. And then she says, she's just full of fucking wisdom I out love here. Her. She's <laughs> she says, my queen. A boy who isn't good might as well be made of wood. I concur, sissy. Pop off, <laughs> sis. You tell him. That's the motto of this podcast now. <laughs> but yeah, so she helps him out of his little cage. One one time she says, last time I'm helping you, the rest is on you. If you're not good, I can't help you out from there. And then Pinocchio and Jiminy escape from the carriage. Yep. So now we cut to the Red Lobster, um, <laughs> where I'm the not, Red Lobster. The Red Lobster. <laughs> we cut to the Red Lobster Inn, where Honest John and Gideon are having a drink with a really sketchy man with a non-specific accent. <laughs> Melissa and roasting his accent. I have no idea where this man is from. <laughs> and. John is just about ready to kill somebody for this man. But the man's like, no, I just want stupid little boys who play hooky from school. And I want to take them to Treasure Island and I'll give you tons of money. It's Pleasure Island. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I thought it was Treasure Island. It's Pleasure Island. (laughs) (laughs) But you both sound like a great time. (laughs) Yeah, this this whole conversation is a bit sketchy. This is the death yeah he he does the finger across his throat thing you know like who do i have to you know sir this is a children's movie yeah 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 (laughs) so pinocchio is trying to go home again now that he's escaped stromboli and honest john and gideon find him again this poor boy and they convince him that he's sick he's allergic (laughs) right (laughs) you're right they run tests and do some extensive research and um, they come to find out that he is allergic and he needs to be taken to Pleasure Island because that's where the cure to being allergic is. Allergic to what? We don't. He's just allergic. So now we meet uh, Lampy. Yeah. Lampwick. Lampwick. Who's a big fat loser. Um, he is on the carriage ride over to the boat to go to Pleasure Island. When they pan back and show this giant carriage full of horrible boys, the the drawing of their faces is literally a nightmare. It's pretty horrifying. It's like... I'm going to frame I, it for you. Please do not. It literally... <laughs> sca- and I all I watch is horror movies. It's my favorite genre of movies. Well, this is a horror film for sure. Absolutely. That was fucking terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Pinocchio and Lampwick make it over to Pleasure Island and basically it's like a fair for kids, but there's like drinking and smoking and fighting and they have like a destruction house where you can break white bulbs and shit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) okay. literally like burning a couch outside. Like what is happening? (laughs) And Jiminy is very concerned and he can't find Pinocchio anywhere. Uh, But Pinocchio and Lampy are just playing pool. Jiminy finds Pinocchio finally and... And Pinocchio calls Lampy his best friend. I can't keep calling him Lampy. Lampy. <laughs> Lamp we already Wick. have a Lampy. Oh, yeah. Our Lampy is the Pixar Lamp. <laughs> That's our real Lampy. Lampwick. So Pinocchio and Lampwick are playing pool and Jiminy finds them and Pinocchio calls Lampwick his best friend and Jiminy gets real jealous and is like, fine, bitch, I'm out of here's. Yeah, and then he calls um, them jackasses. Yeah. The word jackass is used many a time in this film. 
So this is like number 27. What is this movie rated? There's so much violence and drinking and smoking. And then they say the word jackass 95 times. It's not even PG. Is it G? It's G. No way. Uh-huh. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's perfect. They need to re-rate this movie. It's no. rated R. It's perfect. <laughs> I cannot even believe that. Anyway, Lampwick pours them some brewskis and there's no more children around at this point. And Lampwick doesn't seem concerned, but Pinocchio actually does. Pinocchio's like, no, bro. Why is there no kids around? There was 7,000 of us like an hour ago. Yeah. Where did everybody go? Yikes. So as Jiminy is leaving, I guess he's going to swim back. (laughs) to fucking italy or whatever he also like bangs on this giant ass door like he's not a fucking cricket and can crawl through it. and he's like let me out let me out and then he literally does crawl through a hole in the door yeah. like my guy <laughs> so jiminy sees that all the boys have been turned into donkeys to be sold to the salt mines mm-hmm. And some of the donkeys can still talk like humans and they get put into a pit and I don't even want to know what's going to happen to them. Why can't they go work the salt mines? Because they'll be annoying, I guess. I don't know. I don't think this scary man with the nondescript um, accent wants people to know he's taking little boys and turning them into donkeys. That's probably it. So the ones (laughs) that still can talk, maybe they're forced to drink more beer. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Until yeah, they they're can't not talk. fully turned yet. Yeah. So Jiminy runs to go tell Pinocchio about the donkey situation. <laughs> and Lampwick is already in the pool hall turning into a donkey. Pinocchio is laughing at him, but then he accidentally he hauls like a donkey and then he gets really scared. Lampwick is a full blown donkey at this point, And Pinocchio gets donkey ears and a tail. This part is another part that is absolutely horrifying. Lampwick turning into a donkey is honestly scary as shit. It's very scary. Very, very, very scary. So Jiminy Cricket comes back to Pinocchio and they run away and they jump into the sea and they swim back to Italy. And like they had to take a whole boat to Pleasure Island and they just swim back. Yeah. Okay. It's a short ferry ride, I guess. Sure. Pinocchio goes home, but Geppetto is gone. And a dove drops a letter from the sky. <laughs> what? Like what? It makes sense. Okay. No. no who yeah. is who is the letter from? The dove in the sky. <laughs> Just uh, from the blue fairy. She said she wasn't going to help them anymore. She, that's why she sent the dove. <laughs> oh my god! I, I I can't. So a dove drops a letter that says Geppetto has been swallowed by a whale named Monstro. Why does the whale have a name? Um, because he's tormenting this poor fucking town. I don't know. <laughs> So Pinocchio goes to find Monstro and by tying a rock to his donkey tail, he floats down to the bottom of the ocean to walk around. And then Jiminy shoves a whole rock into his pants so he can walk around. Got like a rock diaper on. And he's getting harassed by a baby fish trying to make out with him. (laughs) Yeah, that fish is weird. And then the mom comes up and yells at Jim. There's, there's, I don't know this. It's what is happening. So all of the fish are following Pinocchio around the bottom of the ocean and he says he's looking for his dad and then he asks them if they know where Monstro is and they all swim away because they're all terrified of Monstro. He just asked a question. (laughs) Yeah, but they said even the name provokes fear. That's the point they were trying to get across, I think. Dumb. 
Okay. <laughs> so in the belly of the whale, uh, Geppetto is in there fishing and sneezing all over the place. I would like to add also that he brought his fish and his cat. Of course. What For what? <laughs> For what reason? Why did you bring your fish and your cat on a boat? Where Also, why was he on a boat? Where was he looking for Pinocchio? In the sea. I don't know. (laughs) Why? Maybe he heard all of the boys were getting taken to Pleasure Island. So he was going to go look for him there. Maybe. I am smart. I I figured it out. (laughs) We'll go with that. So there's no more fish, but then Monstro opens his mouth and he eats some more fish and Geppetto is able to catch some more fish for them to eat on the boat inside his stomach, I guess. Also, they're not really in his stomach, I guess. They're in his like giant mouth. Yeah. And like (laughs) whales don't eat just fish. They don't just eat fish. I just love that Monstro is just like a hollow. Like he doesn't have any organs. He's literally just like a rib cage and then like empty. <laughs> so All the way funny. back to his tail. <laughs> yeah. He's just an open space. <laughs> just full of the fish. <laughs> full of water. <laughs> water and fish that he doesn't even digest. And so just chilling. boat with an a boat. old man and a fish and a cat in it. I hate it. <laughs> it doesn't really make funny. any sense. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. Oh my God. So Pinocchio gets swallowed by Monstro and Geppetto fishes him up and they're reunited and they're so happy to see each other. Yay. So <laughs> Pinocchio decides that they need to make Monstro sneeze so they can get out of the hollow ass whale body. <laughs> this is the first smart thing that Pinocchio has ever done. He's getting smarter. Remember, he was like, yo, Lampy, why are there no other kids around? And now he's like, oh, we got to make the whale sneeze. Like, he's figuring, he's getting smart. He's a fast learner. Should have thrown himself on the wood pile that was burning. He's a fast thinking little pine nut. (laughs) Not a little pine nut. (laughs) I want everyone to call me that from now on. I refuse to answer to anything else except little pine nut. I love it. Oh, man. So they light everything on fire, the whole boat. <laughs> yeah, um, literally. And they get their little raft ready and Monstro sneezes them out, but then he's like sucking them back in and then he blows them away again. This part was 35 minutes and it did not need to be. <laughs> so now Monstro's just mad and he charges their raft and Monstro breaks their raft and Geppetto almost drowns, but Pinocchio saves him like a puppet's like holding up a 200 pound old man. Like, okay, sure. Also, let him drown. We don't need him. No. Save Cleo and Figaro That's and his get out. Dad. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so Pinocchio saves them all. They all wash up on shore. Pinocchio is seemingly dead. Can he die? I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, I guess he drowned. Um, he hit his head really hard. Yeah, I don't his know. His little wooden head. <laughs> oh, goodbye. So cute. <laughs> no. Um. So back at Geppetto's house, everyone's crying over Pinocchio because <laughs> he's D.D. dead. But then the blue fairy comes down and says that Pinocchio has earned himself being a real boy now. He was brave and unselfish. Yeah, he saved everybody's life. He did it. So Pinocchio becomes the cutest little real boy in the entire world. He's cute. You shut up. You don't think real Pinocchio is cute? I don't know why, but his little hands really freaked oh, me out. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like a little tubby baby. I didn't like his hands. 
Anyway, Pinocchio's <laughs> a real boy. They all dance. Jiminy goes outside and thanks the blue fairy, and she gives him a badge. It says official conscience. And it's 18 carats of gold. I don't know why they felt the need to put the 18 carats on there, but they did. Yeah. I guess if you're a cricket, that's like, I. what else can you ask for, I suppose? You don't really need much. <laughs> He's already got new, new spats. spats. <laughs> new spats, new hats, and a gold badge. <laughs> I mean, what more can you ask for as a cricket, a non-cricket looking cricket? Like, <laughs> that's, that's it. And that's the end. Yay, I'm so happy it's over. It's such a good movie. You loved it. Mm-hmm. You loved it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. So I gave Pinocchio a six out of ten. You are g- canceled. This it, is my podcast only now. This six was all for Figaro. <laughs> no, five for Figaro, one for Cleo. That's it. So it's sitting at number 49. Um, it's underneath the Great Mouse Detective, but above Dumbo. I'm glad you liked it better than Dumbo. I mean, yeah, Dumbo <laughs> Racist is not, ass Dumbo. It's not good. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Pinocchio a 9 out of 10. This is what? one of my favorite Disney movies. All right. It's got everything. It was in Playboy. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's got violence. It's got whales. It has drinking. It's got donkeys. I love this movie. Okay. I just love it so much. Anyway, I put <laughs> it above Cinderella. <gasps> I know. And right below Beauty and the Beast. This is not above Cinderella for Absolutely. you. I would I would never watch Cinderella again to watch Pin- Pinocchio. It's so good. It's so good. I cannot believe that. I actually like just really love Pinocchio. All this right. movie's a train wreck. I think that's why I love it so much because it's all over the place and I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love a train wreck. One word. I'm very concerned for you. I love it. <laughs> So we are going to do another Patreon movie. Um, So if you would like an episode of Tragical dedicated to you, you can join us on Patreon. It's linked in the show notes. Only $5 a month. And on Patreon, we do videos every month. We do bonus movies that are non-Disney movies over there. We've done Dinosaurs. We've done Rescue Rangers. We've done Kim Possible. We've done Beetlejuice. Harry Potter. We're up to four Harry Potters. We got four to go. Twilight Mm -hmm. was really good. Twilight was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Yeah, we do like Disney movie icon little like book reports. Mm -hmm. So we've done like John Ratzenberger and Alan Menken and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. And every summer you'll get a merch box and this year is themed and it's so good. Yes. Ooh, also next month is March and we dress up like ogres and try to give you the synopsis of the one of the Shrek movies. In 30 minutes or less. In 30 minutes or less. It is a treat. Dressed up as ogres. It's a treat. So you don't want to miss that, I guess. It's pretty good. That's what we do for (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. I don't don't know. It was Melissa's idea and now we're going with it. (laughs) Now we're rolling with it. It's already happened, so we're just doing it. We have to do it now. (laughs) Okay, so drum roll, please. Oh my gosh. Who puts the glad in Gladiator? Hercules! Oh my gosh, this is Hannah's pick. Oh my gosh, Hannah. I could cry. I, my eyes are welling up. Oh my God. I love 
Oh my God, I love Hercules so much. This is one of Melissa's favorites. She dressed not as Megara, but as Hercules for like three Halloween. I will have to find pictures of me as a little Hercules because I was so cute. It was pretty cute. I love Hercules so much. This movie speaks to me on a million levels and I don't know why. This one ranks pretty high for me too. Oh my gosh. How have we not done this movie yet? I know. There's just so so many good Disney movies. That's why. I'm so excited. And then our episode after Hercules will be our March Madness. Yeah, so you guys pay attention to our Instagram story so you can vote. This year's March Madness is Disney Channel original movies. Yeah, some of the ones you guys are voting on are shocking me. Do you want to predict a winner? Oh, yes. Let I me... think we did. Did we predict winners last year? I don't remember. Last uh, year we did 90s movies. I think we did predict. We did predict thought, last year. Because I thought a Goofy movie was going to win. And I did too. And The Lion King won. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win this year? Let's see. Let's predict some winners. Let's see who's right. I'm going to guess, I think, The Cheetah Girls. You think The Cheetah Girls is going to win overall? Yeah. I think... I think Xenon's going to win. That's my second guess. Yeah. Or people really be loving Smart House, too. I feel like I feel like Smart House is a little sleeper hit right there. Yeah, Melissa's a little mad because it's winning over Stuck in the Suburbs. Oh, I know. Right now it's winning over Stuck in the Suburbs. Which is her favorite. Oh, one of her I favorites. Love Stuck in the Suburbs. We just love Taryn Killam. Yeah. <laughs> I would like... To be fair. Truly die for him. Anyway. <laughs> I think Xenon. I'm going to stick with Cheetah Girls, but... I'm sticking with Xenon. Xenon's my second. Watch it be random as fuck. It's going to be like... Cow- cowbells. <laughs> Cowbells for the win. <laughs> I think they're losing right now to um, um Cadet Kelly. Kelly is such so. a good movie. So that's very true. There's so many good ones. There are some good ones. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Get a clue. Lilo. I'm still going with Cheetah Girls. I'm going with Xenon. That's my pick. All right. We'll see. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you guys. We'll see you next up. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Ew. Uh, fuck Ugh. you, Geppetto. Christian Rub. Fuck that guy. A stupid name anyway. Yeah. Loser. Loser, you fucking <laughs> narc. Pinocchio. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Tiny Meat Gang. They're a podcast and they're they started on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's Noel Miller and Cody Co. If you guys know who they are. I hope you guys know who they are. <laughs> they were actually talking about the Shrek Pinocchio on their podcast, and <laughs> Noel Miller was like Pinocchio and Cody Co mocked him. Pinocchio. <laughs> it just got more aggressive every time they said it. It was really fucking funny. It is funny. I think the clip is on there. Um, it's on their TikTok. It is on their TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So now wherever I say Pinocchio, I'm always like, Pinocchio. <laughs> and it reminded me of when I could, I like can't say grumpy. Like, <laughs> grumpy. Grumpy. <laughs> like a valley girl. My vocal fry makes me say grumpy. <laughs> Every time I can't say grumpy right ever. <laughs> grumpy. I love that for you. So now we've got Pinocchio and grumpy. grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> the best of friends. <laughs> They would not be the best. No, I think Grumpy would drown Pinocchio. (laughs) And Jiminy Cricket decides that he doesn't think Pinocchio. He doesn't think. Pinocchio. (laughs) Pinocchio. Fuck you. Tragical.